Roe v. Wade has been overturned and the salt is flowing. They're crying on CNN. They're crying in front of the Supreme Court, but they're also cheering in front of the Supreme Court. We're going to break this all down. What a momentous day. What an occasion. But there's also a celebration that's planned, a celebration that I want all of you to join us in. That celebration of liberty, of freedom, is going to be held in Tampa, Florida, July 22nd to 24th. We've got President Trump. We've got Governor Ron DeSantis, Charlie Kirk, myself, so many names. So many people are going to be there. Make sure you go gain your access, secure access to this immediately. TPUSA.com slash SAS. We're going to put the link in the description right now. Utilize promo code POSO, all caps, P-O-S-O, for 25% off. After the events of today, I got to tell you, these seats are going to be flying fast. So don't come to me once we've sold out and you can't get one. TPUSA.com slash SAS, promo code POSO. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's June 24th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's headline, of course, the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade in a massive victory for liberty and a massive victory for love. Next, drag queen charged with 25 counts of child pornography in Pennsylvania. Flash actor Ezra Miller housing young children and a mother on his drug farm. And finally, a Philadelphia woman had her face set on fire in attack in Kensington. We'll break this all down for you ahead. Human Events Daily. In a 6-3 to three ruling, the Supreme Court of the United States of America has struck down Roe v. Wade and struck down Casey, Planned Parenthood v. Casey. Why were they struck down? It's simple. It really all boils down to this. Roe v. Wade said that the Constitution guarantees a right to abortion. There's no such thing. It's not there. It's not found in the text. It's not referenced anywhere. It didn't exist. In fact, if you read this decision, and I've read a lot of it already at this point, I haven't been able to read through all 200 pages yet, but believe me, I will. It goes through and explains that the history of abortion in the United States up until the latter half of the 20th century, so for over 100 years, hundreds of years, the tradition of abortion was either that it was strictly regulated or in many states outright banned as a criminal act. That's the actual history of abortion. And simple. This was never the, it was fan fiction. All right. It was fan fiction that these liberal justices in the 1970s decided that they would just make up and impose in the constitution for acts like this. They do not exist in federal law. I'm going to say that again. It does not exist in federal constitutional law. This is a massive win. This is the biggest win for conservatives in an entire generation. And there are four little words, just four little words, that every single conservative ought to be saying right now. Thank you, President Trump. With those three justices that were appointed in that decision during his term, that swung the majority of the court and made this possible. So I don't want to hear... 
I don't want to hear from any of those people that didn't understand the new right ever again. I do not want to hear from you because you don't understand what's going on right now. This is how you attain victory. This is how you actually put points on the board. You have to take shots on goal. You have to get into the trenches. You have to get up close and personal or else you're never going to win. This is how it's done. And we're never going back to the old movement. We're never going back to the, oh, I just want to be nice and decent and liked and everything. No, we're done with it. That movement, as Alex Clark says, that movement is dead. But I want to be very clear about something else. The Department of Homeland Security has just put out a bulletin to Catholic churches around the United States, pro-life centers, pregnancy centers, Antifa groups and this militant group called Jane's Revenge are planning what's called a night of rage. They're planning to attack churches. They're planning to firebomb pro-life centers that's been going on around the country already. So where is, okay, if the Department of Homeland Security says, all right, we've got intel on this, does that mean that the federal laws that would be upholding this, where's the protection? Are you going to be employing and deploying security to these areas? I'm going to say something right now, all right? If you want, set up a fire watch at your church. Go out there, just sit down, orange vest, take shifts, right? Do it peacefully, do it calmly. But I guarantee you, if they see people sitting out there, they will probably just leave. They will probably just walk away. And that if you see something, call the police, call it. It's going to be a long night, folks. We are in for a long night. And keep in mind that the fight from the pro-life perspective is not over. Because what does this mean? The overturning of Roe v. Wade means that it now goes to the states. So each state around the nation, right, now has their decision whether or not to allow abortion or to allow abortion with certain restrictions, right? So it becomes a state's rights issue. It was always a state's issue until the 1970s when a bunch of crazy liberals decided to make up stuff that was never in the Constitution. So now it goes back to the states. So the pro-life movement, now you've got more work to do. Now the fight moves in to the states. It leaves the court, but it moves back to the states. And that in all 50 states, you have to fight. Now, some states like Wisconsin, it's going to be easy. You've got trigger laws. But in other states, it's going to be an uphill battle. States like New York, states like California, states like Maryland, pretty much the entire, uh, entire Northeast, New England, right? Understand, this is a massive victory. This is stunning it's huge. And just from a personal perspective, from a personal moment, I just like to say, thank you to God Almighty. Thank you to the Lord for allowing us to live, to see this day, to defend these children. Summer is here and summer is in full swing. Do you have your grill out? Are you ready? The 4th of July is coming up. It is coming up so fast. It's going to come up and smack you in the face. Right, we've got the fire pit out back at my house. We've got it set up by the lake there. It's beautiful. It's ready. But the only thing, the only thing that would make your backyard barbecue so perfect is a new case of meat from Good Ranchers. I'm telling you, Good Ranchers, do not pay a premium for any low-quality stuff that's foreign. This is 100% from Good Ranchers American Meat. That's what you're going to be serving. Look, when you're, when you're celebrating the 4th of July and the birth of this country, you want a 100% American. Um, the, 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 the steak burgers, 
the Wagyu burgers, prime and upper choice beef, signature steaks, the pre-trim, pre-marinated chicken breasts. I'm telling you, this is what everybody's going to be talking about when they go to your 4th of July barbecue. So make sure you get it. You get the case from them. They send it right to you. And they say, oh, I bought a whole case of meat. You know, that's going to cost so much for shipping. Folks, I'm here to help. GoodRanchers.com slash POSO. And when you use promo code POSO, not only do you get $30 off the box, you're getting free shipping on your entire case of meat. It's so easy. It's packaged. It's ready to go. You can cook it up. Some of it is already, like I said, pre-marinated. It's set up for you. GoodRanchers.com slash POSO. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered. Link in the description. Please give a warm drag race welcome, Nancy Pelosi. Welcome back. My honor to be here. Your freedom of expression of yourselves in drag is what America is all about. (laughs) What words of wisdom do you have for us? With the midterm elections coming up, it's very important for people to make their voices and their vote heard. That sarcastic, shady clap you do was epic in our hearts to keep you strong can i get a an amen (laughs) so we've been talking again and again about the epidemic of grooming in this country and i don't mean to make light of it and i certainly won't because this is a serious problem all right not only do we have an epidemic of teachers being involved in sexual relationships with minors with their own students other educators a principal was just arrested for this But we now have a case of a drag queen who was arrested with 25 counts of child pornography after a two-year-long investigation in Pennsylvania. And so you might ask yourselves, why is it? Why is it that we're talking about drag queens so much now here in the United States? And it's simple because this is an obvious moral wrong for children to be attending. We know that it's a problem. We as a society should be able to come out and say very clearly and state forthrightly that this is something that should be banned for children. In this case, we've got a drag queen that was getting into child pornography, allegedly. What's the story? Bryce Patrick Rashawn Williams of Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, has been charged with 25 counts of felony class 2 child pornography and 18 counts of criminal use of a communications facility. Williams is being held on a $100,000 bail at Franklin County Corrections. In May 2020, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children submitted a tip to the Pennsylvania Office of the AG's Child Predator Section after finding child pornography in a Dropbox online. The investigation resulted in authorities finding 49 files of children under the age of 18 performing sexual acts. A subpoena was then issued to confiscate the Comcast ISP address associated with this Dropbox, which was listed as belonging to Anastasia Diamond, or Anna D., the outlet reports. This is all coming from the post-millennial, by the way. So NCMEC submitted another 10 files of child pornography. This was used by the AG's office. They, uh, they put this all together. They got the search warrant. They were able to find it out. Now, it turns out that this drag queen is very, very much involved with children. A Facebook post revealed that Williams took a strong liking to transgender youth and shared a story about child transitioning. 
Williams was set to perform in a drag show at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone on July 4th called The Divas Down Under, starring another drag queen by the name of Poison, others by the names of Fancy Dismount, Trixie Valentine, Jade DeVere, Harpy Daniels, and Amethyst Diamond. The theme was the 1980s, and it specifically at least there said it was a 21-plus event. Look, look, one of the issues right now facing the conservative movement and sort of this resurgence or new emergence, I guess you could call it, of the new right, and if the new right exists, right, you need to put guidelines on society. What does this mean, right? This doesn't mean that it's the moral majority, the Christian right from the 1990s coming out wagging the finger, right? But it does mean that this idea that anything goes, whatever floats your boat, whatever's good for the goose, right? No, no, we're not doing this anymore. We've seen too many problem cases like this. We've seen the disgusting images that came out of that Dallas drag show and that bar that was held for children. And simply put, there needs to be a role in society of a moral core, right? The idea being that, especially for children, young kids who are in their development stages, right? I've got a four-year-old boy and a one-year-old boy. You know what we do with them? We hang out in the out back. You know, we put up a little, a little fire in the fire pit. We were playing shadow puppets last night. That's what we do, right? Basic, wholesome content. Basic, wholesome activities. Made some s'mores, sticky marshmallows, fire, catching lightning bugs and fireflies. Do you call them fireflugs, fireflies or lightning bugs? We call them lightning bugs. But these other parents who want to virtue signal and say, oh, how many boosters does your child have? How many transgender drag queen shows have they gone to? They're losing it completely, and we need to course correct. I'm not transgender, non-binary. I don't want to be searched by a man. I'm transgender, non-binary, and I don't want to be searched by a man. I claim my Fourth Amendment rights. No, 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 no. I got assaulted, and I started filming. Okay. Let's, Let me talk, show you the video. let's talk stories outside. Let's talk stories outside. Stop. Air Ezra Miller, this is Sumner Warren's Police Caution Code, Nuns, Mabel, 29, Caucasian Hill. I got assaulted in this bar twice in a row. I filmed myself when I get assaulted for NFT crypto art. What's your name? What's your badge number? Tell me your name and your badge number. Waikiki. Ezra. Full name, full badge number. Well, speaking of grooming, Flash actor Ezra Miller back in the news. Now, the last time we talked about him, he was being sued. He was being sued by the parents of a minor, a Native American minor, um, who said that he had been grooming her since the age of 12 when they met at the Standing Rock Reservation in South Dakota. They were protesting over the Dakota Access Pipeline. Meets a 12-year-old was grooming her with drugs, was grooming her with money, trips, presents, trinkets, right? All of this going on, according to the parents, between the ages of 12 and 18. She's now 18, but for six years, this went on. We've got another story now, and this is out of Rolling Stone. Guns, bullets, and weed. Ezra Miller housing three young children at their mother at a Vermont farm. Sources claim the living conditions at the Flash's Star Farm are unsafe for children, alleging there are weapons and drugs lying around, and a one-year-old put a loose bullet in her mouth. Ezra Miller, according to the Rolling Rolling Stone magazine, has been hosting a 25-year-old mother and her three young children at their Vermont farm, a living arrangement that worries the children's father. Apparently, 
They were taken without the father's knowledge, paid for. They were sent to live on this farm. And, and here's, here's the kicker, right? At first, at first you might say, well, you know, what if it was a bad situation? What if she was leaving? What was going on? What could it be, right? And just like everything else, there's always two sides to every story. But listen to this. According to Rolling Stone, there has been frequent and heavy marijuana use in front of the children. This is similar to, by the way, if you look at the Hunter Biden laptop, Hunter Biden and his brother's widow were doing drugs in front of their children. We've got video. I've seen. I've seen way too much on the Hunter Biden laptop. I've seen things that I cannot unsee on the Hunter Biden laptop, just to be clear. So in this case, it says they are doing drugs in front of the children, areas with no ventilation. And Rolling Stone has also learned that there is a sizable cannabis farm on Miller's property. With Miller's close friend and reported handyman claiming that the two were running a cannabis company called Rebel Alliance Cannabis. So the question for all of this, the question for all of this, right? You know, I always go back to corporate Hollywood, corporate America, find out what's going on. So Ezra Miller, his response, or actually the, the girl's response to the lawsuit in the last story that we covered was that, oh, these, these accusations are because you're transphobic, because he uses they, them prof, uh, pronouns. Oh, did I say he? Oops, oops going to get me for that one. But look at the response of DC, which is owned by Warner Brothers, to all of these Ezra Miller, the arrests, the lawsuits, these stories that keep coming out, crazy stuff that keeps coming out. And we've got him on the body cam from the earlier arrest. Johnny Depp got canceled. Johnny Depp was kicked out of Fantastic Beasts. But Ezra, what is it? Is it like, is it like the pronouns are some kind of shield? For all the behavior that you want to do, for anything that you want to get away with, if you just have the right pronouns, does that mean you get complete carte blanche? You can commit crimes, you can commit grooming, you can commit everything under the sun, but if you are supportive of the current thing, in fact, not only that, if you are a member of the current thing, then we have to look the other way. See, this is how corporate Hollywood works. These are the same people that continue to hire James Gunn, These are the same people that continue to hire Brian Singer, the X-Men director, even after numerous allegations of him finally came out. They finally got rid of him. Hasn't been arrested yet. Still hasn't been arrested, Brian Singer. Understand, Hollywood is full of people like this, and the companies and the studios, every single one of them know about it. I watched the first three seconds when I knew it was her, and I couldn't watch anymore. You know it's your daughter, and you know she's burned. She won't die, but I don't know how much she'll recover. Life will be hard. Life will be for her. I'm afraid she's going to see it as impossible. Who's going to catch them? What's to stop them from doing it to your daughter? They don't, they don't know what's out there. Nobody knows what's out there. So I've always been open about the fact that I come from the Philadelphia area, uh, went to Temple University, was active on there on campus, North Philadelphia, all four years. And when I see stories come out about the city of Philadelphia, city of brotherly love, right? It always, it always hits me. It always affects me because when we look at these, these stories, right, of the evil and the sin and the crime and the tragedies that go on all around the world, right, whether you want to look at the Lao Beijing of China, 
the freedom fighters of Hong Kong, the island of Taiwan that's under threat, the people of Ukraine that have to endure this war between Kiev and Moscow right now. Right? All of these things, they break your heart. They absolutely break your heart. But when something happens back home, when something happens in the place where I grew up, that's what, for me, it hits, uh, it hits a little bit harder. But it also, it goes to show you that we have this epidemic of crime, violence, homicide in every single one of our major cities in the United States. Yet, you turn on the mainstream media, you turn on cable news, they don't talk about it. Or they might briefly mention something and then the story disappears. Listen to this headline from the city of Philadelphia in the area of Philadelphia called Kensington. And I've talked a lot about Kensington before. When you, when you see Kensington, it's that if, when you see those virals, that go, those videos that go viral on Twitter and YouTube, etc., of the people who are kind of shuffling around like it's the Walking Dead, all the fentanyl addicts, fentanyl zombies, that's Kensington. They're under that overpass, that blue overpass. That area is called Kensington. They call it Kensington Beach. Why do they call it Kensington Beach? Because people will get high and then pass out on the ground And there's so many of them that it's like when you go to the beach and it looks like people are out there sunbathing. So listen to this story. Philadelphia's police are investigating after a woman was found on fire in the city's Kensington section. Police is from 6ABC. Police say 36-year-old Alyssa Morales suffered severe burns and is currently in critical condition in a medically induced coma at Temple University Hospital. The incident happened at 1230 a.m. on Friday on the 1800 block of East Tioga. Alyssa, also known as Bree, has burns to over 60% of her body. A witness told police they saw Morales with a man and another woman in an argument before the blaze on Friday. She sees the woman that's with them spray some kind of liquid towards the male and female, and then that liquid is set on fire. They set her face on fire. Philadelphia's chief inspector said the man on fire said a man on fire ran from the scene, but when the fire department came out to put out the fire, they found her. Now, Alyssa has been a YouTuber. She's been the subject of YouTube videos um, for battling heroin addiction for almost 12 years. The YouTube channel is called AML Films, and they talk about her life in Kensington. I actually consider this, go back to the first segment, right? Go back to the first story we talked about today. The new right, whatever you want to call the new right, because there's some people that are kind of liberal, right? Like your Glenn Greenwalds, Tulsi Gabbards, or even Michael Schellenberger that are also kind of part of this movement. Do we really think it's better for people like this to just be left out on the street to die and to be attacked? And we say, oh, well, it's their personal choice. It's that you don't have choice when you have a chemical addiction. Have you ever actually met anyone who has an addiction, I'm sure everybody has, everybody knows somebody who's suffering from addiction. And it is a disease and it is an illness. So is the answer to just let these people wander about in the street until they get their faces set on fire under the overpass in Kensington? Or should the answer be as a society that we do something to actually help people like this, to get them the treatment that they need, right? Or do you just leave them out there? Because I guarantee you could go right now, you could drive into the city of Philadelphia, go to the Kensington section, and you will find dozens, maybe even hundreds of other women, women, just like Alyssa here. And we do nothing for them. And we wait and wait and wait for them to die.
And so wraps up a monumental week for us here, Human Events Daily, located just blocks away from the Supreme Court, where we just saw the Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade. Ladies and gentlemen, now more than ever, Human Events, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. What do we talk about today? First off, obviously, the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade in a 6-3 to three decision. Next, a drag queen charged with 25 counts of child pornography in Pennsylvania. Third, Flash actor Ezra Miller housing young children and a mother on his drug farm. And finally, a Philadelphia woman had her face set on fire in a Kensington attack. So understand, folks, we had a massive victory for the movement, a massive victory for our country. We are making America great again, just like we always promised we would. But there's still so much work to do. But before we go, it's time for today's history break. On this day in 1853... U.S. President Franklin Pierce signed the Gadsden Purchase. What's the Gadsden Purchase? Buying 29,670 square miles from Mexico. So this is after, five years after the Mexican-American War, for $10 million. This is now southern Arizona and New Mexico. Why did they need to buy that? Why did they need all this? Because there's a pass in the mountains right there. When I served at Fort Huachuca, you could see this. It's actually in that area, right? It's just south of Tucson. The area is, uh, the town is called Sierra Vista. I think Bisbee is part of this as well, Tombstone. Why did they need it? They had to purchase land from Mexico. 10 million bucks. I need bad. I'll purchase. I'll purchase. Could you imagine real estate prices in the the 1850s? 29,000 square miles for just 10 million. Put me in for that. I'll take a piece. The railroad had to cut through the mountains. That's why they purchased it. And that's why southern Arizona, which used to be northern Mexico, is now part of the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.